Hey guys, welcome back to Dance Fever, the ultimatest dance competition show fan podcast. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. This is episode 222. Woo-hoo! The topic, Dancing with the Stars, season 24, which is the current season. Episode 5. We could talk about last season. Colloquially known as Disney Night. Well, we could. We could start doing a... Um, a retro. Uh, and, and in between and, and talk podcast. about like starting with the first up to whatever season yeah. we started the show, 220-some episodes ago. Disney Night. What What's Disney Night about? Disney Night, my, my main focus of Disney Night was Alfonso and JT. That was my... Who's Alfonso? Alfonso is Carlton. Why was he a big deal? Because he did the opening number that Mandy Moore choreographed. Why is he a big deal for the show? Because he won. Two seasons ago? Something like that. I don't know. Who's this JT? He is one of the finalists on the So You Think You Can Dance younger contestant version. Which was last season. Last season, yes. He was Robert Rolden's protege. Yes. And the two of them made us cry probably more than any other duo yes, on the show. So. And he did an excellent job on Dancing with the Stars. He was very good. They were all not the, him and some girl that we didn't recognize, a young girl, did the opening with Alfonso, but then they also participated in a couple of the dances later on. Right, that had. Because there were, with Disney Night, had you always have for lots kids, of props so. and troops and all this And stuff. they were part of a group, which they said like something something 98th street or something it oh, was, I it, was I didn't hear that. it was something odd okay yeah cool. i didn't hear that well cool that means he's got a going gig or they were responsible for hiring the children that i prefer to hope that jt has a going gig somewhere um, like a little broadway something or at other. his age though i mean but just you know not well, not permanent but just like you know a few nights yeah. Like on the weekends or something, a night on the I don't know. But yeah, we, anyway, we liked JT we did. last we liked season. JT. That was one of the few high points of their uh, not successful yeah. younger generational thing. And I say not successful because this coming season, they're back to what it had been three or four seasons ago. Not even the street versus stage, or yeah. they did that for like what two two seasons, and then they did this kids thing, yeah. and now coming up, they're back to the original age, you know, between I don't know sixteen and twenty or whatever it is, dancers. Yes, and if you're a street dancer, you're not going to dance street the whole time. You're going to have to learn everything else, like they used to in the old days. And I believe I read too that they're doing the all stars again too, which okay. means that half the season will be. Them doing stuff, mm-hmm. and then the other half of the season will be them and All Stars. Cool. Other than that, Disney Week didn't really thrill me at all. But you know, that's well, okay. after last week, everybody really worked hard last week. Yeah, and they then did. This Mem- week- memorable years usually a big sob fest, but it was actually very, very good last week. And Disney was a bunch of Disney shows and songs that they forced them to dance these ballroom dances yeah, to and it didn't always work out there weren't connections to the no, dance there weren't connections all. to the song there yeah. were you know so it was uh, it was much more a a performance issue and, and most of these people just are not that yeah. kind of performer so yeah. it they they didn't pull it off very well so our first couple out our judges by the way are carrie and lynn julian and bruno first couple out were the judges yeah. yes no, they did come out they they did and, and they participated in the opening number yes, as they well did. 
Carrie Ann Lynn, Julianne and Bruno in that order when I do give scores. And Tom and Aaron were there. Yay. My favorite duo. And our first couple out were Rashad and Emma doing a foxtrot to You have a- some kind of unnatural crush on Aaron, I think. It's no more unnatural than the crushes you have on, let's see, um, Jason Statham. I don't. I don't um, have crushes on anybody. Um, something. Somebody else. Who was the other one? There was another I, gentleman. I have no idea what you're yes, speaking. Yes, you do. I, I am as as hetero as the definition will allow. Yeah, so right. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're a brony boy. I don't know what you're talking Rashad about. Rashad and Emma doing a foxtrot to Beauty and the Beast song. Um. Yes. For, well, it doesn't name the song. Um. Oh yeah, it does. I'm sorry. Evermore. Uh, as as performed, um, I don't know if performed. Uh, we have performers, and I don't know if these are performers from the original, or if these are versions that they're doing. But uh, Evermore, as performed by Josh Groban, which I know the name, but I don't mm-hmm. know if he was. He wasn't there last night. That much I do know. And I thought it was very nice. It was very elegant. It was one of the few dances that I felt actually followed the dance protocol for its name. I mean, it was it's, very much a foxtrot. It's definition. Yes, it was very much a foxtrot. Yes. And I thought he did an excellent job. And for some reason, Carrie Ann gave him a seven. Must and have been a lift. A, Maybe no, she well, lifted there him. There was a... a, a, a Spin, but she never left the ground. Did, did Emma lift never, Rashad? No. Is that what it is? And he, yeah, it must have been. He, he didn't have his feet on the ground the whole Seven, time. Seven, eight, nine, and eight. I much more agree with Lynn and Bruno it's, than Julianne and Carrie. It's about time for Carrie Ann to move on. I'm telling you. Next out were Nick and Pita doing a Pinocchio jazz performance to Pinocchio. I've Got No Strings by Dickie Jones. And I like that song. And it was very cute. He actually shaved his beard and put on rouge yes. and a Pinocchio outfit for this dance. I thought that was very brave of him. And I thought he did a very good job. It was cute. It was very much character-driven. Um, d- jazz means you can do just about whatever you want, just like contemporary. They both mean just do whatever you want and we'll be okay with it. Just jazz is usually more upbeat than contemporary. Yeah. Um, but I thought he did a nice job, and it was a nine and eight, a nine and an eight, and I think it might have been his best dance actually. Next out were Erica and Gleb doing a Viennese waltz to "Unforgettable" um, by Sia from Finding Dory, the new Dory movie. The only. Well, there was the other one that she was That's in. That's Finding Nemo. Yes, but I mean, Dory was in it. Very okay. It was very pretty. She moved very comfortably, and I think it was her best dance. It wasn't. She wasn't trying to be sexy. She wasn't trying to be. The, she wasn't trying. She was she doing was, a Viennese waltz. She was dancing. She was dancing, and it was my favorite dance of hers. And they got all eights. Next up were Heather and I wrote Olaf. Yep. She, because they were dancing to Frozen, and it's Alan. But that's okay, because Max is still gone, although he did tell us this evening, this night of dancing, that he was going to be back next week. So, so he should be practicing we'll now. See. So they did a jazz to a Frozen song. For the first time in forever by Kristen Bell and Idina Menzel. Menzel. And Max choreographed this dance for them. And it was very Broadway, very character-driven. Like I said, jazz means you can do about whatever you want, but it was very much a lot of 
running around and and characterization rather than dancing to me i i kind of agreed and they got an eight eight a nine and a nine and i thought that was pretty high for that dance bonner and sharna came out next doing a tango to a wreck it ralph when can i see you again by owl city my our youngest son's favorite group yes and Tango and Wreck-It Ralph just really didn't go together. They mm, tried. No. He did a good job with the choreography that she gave him, but it had to be too character-driven to be a true tango for me. And I, it's just... I'm not sure I've ever heard anything from Owl City that would be good for tango. No. <laughs> so, so got a 7, an 8, an 8, and a 7. And most of these scores are the unfortunate songs, I'm telling you. Normandy and Val came out and did a Pasa Doble to a Mulan song. I'll make a man out of you. And they got a ridiculously high score. Yes. It was not enough Pasa. She did an excellent job, number one. Did an excellent job. She always does. She can dance well. She can perform well. That's fine. I'm not digging Val's choreography this season, as I have in other seasons, and this Pasa Doble was more martial arts than it was Pasa Doble. And I love martial arts, don't get me wrong. I like the pole fighting. I like all that. But it wasn't a Pasa Doble enough for me. But the judges loved it, and they got a 10, a 9, a 10, and a 10. Ridiculous scoring. David and Lindsay came out next and did a jive to the new Cars. Cars 2, 3? Cars 3. 3. And the song was? Ride by ZZ Ward. And it was live by ZZ Ward. And ZZ Ward um, is one of those unfortunates that need the mixing of the studio to sound good. And auto-tune. Because it was not, not great. However, the one before that, I'll Make a Man Out of You, was performed live by Donny Osmond. Yes, and that was good. He did not need any help with his song. And there's another live performance later that did not need any help with their song either. But But this this poor child... Now, Donny, though, Mm -hmm. grew up out of the... Out of the studio. Out of the studio. He grew up performing on stage. So if he couldn't sing, he wouldn't have made a career because he started when he had no help. Yeah. So he he and his sister, of course, uh, Marie, uh, and actually their whole family. I don't know if anybody listening really is old enough to realize that the Osmonds were a traveling troupe of uh, singer, performer, musicians, that Donnie was the... He wasn't the youngest, but he was the youngest boy. Yeah. Marie is younger than he mm-hmm. is, isn't she? So, um, so he grew up. He, he he's variety shows. He's old school. Yeah. When when you did it on stage and the way you sounded is how you sounded. Yeah. That's so. So and where was I? ZZ okay. Ward, yeah, uh, not doing, good. Not not good. David, not too bad. It was very quick. It was very fast. Nah. I read an article that said it threw him because they practiced to a. Of course, record recorded version of the song Ooh. at a different speed than what this oh, chick who then sang the song man. out of tune. So he was kind of kind of lost on the beat. Yeah. Once you've muscle memory to a certain beat and you don't get that certain beat, I can see that wow, messing you up some. Yeah, I really can. And but. but. It's not like that they could have her perform it live right. every time. So it's, but they could have had a recording of her performing it. 
And perhaps it might have been closer than Maybe. the recording they had. Even that might have been different. Yeah. Uh, Who but knows? yeah. Yeah, but that then, that's gotta be tough doing it for a week and then having somebody perform it live. Yeah. That, that's yeah. I I never thought about that, but yeah, but they got a seven, a seven, an eight and a seven. But David still had fun. Next up were Nancy and Artem doing a jazz to an enchanted song. That's how you know by Amy Adams. And it was also very Broadway-esque. However, Artem put a lot of dance moves in that dance. It was excellent. It was packed full of turns and spins and twirls and this. And I mean, he gave her a lot to do. This was, I think, her best dance. She looked very natural in it. She looked very vivacious in it. I really liked it. And they only got nines. Made me mad. I think it was better than Normanie's, and it may have been the best dance of the evening. It may have been. Maybe. Simone and Sasha were our finishers. They did a contemporary piece to Moana. Um, dancing to Ali's Ali Cravalho's mm-hmm. How Far I'll Go. Whew, sorry. And she is the voice of Moana. Oh, is she? She's uh-huh. the okay uh, for the for the cart animated mm-hmm. show uh, movie for the movie. Yes, she was the voice, and she did all the singing in the movie. Oh, cool. And so, okay. it, if they practiced to a recording, she would have sounded pretty much like it. And she can sing outside of a studio. Yes, she, she was excellent. She, she did was well. very good. The dance, though, let's get to the dance. That's what we're talking about. It was very nice gymnastics with some. Almost African jazzy kind of things kind going of, yeah. on with it. But contemporary, like jazz, you can do whatever you want. It's okay. I liked the fact that, that he incorporated some gymnastics in there for because it made her more comfortable, I felt. I didn't think the dance was worth two nines and two tens. But nines, yes. Tens, no. It wasn't perfect to me. Throughout the evening... They told us, like, before Rashad and Emma even danced, they told Rashad he was safe. Before um, Erica danced, they told her she was in jeopardy. So you, off and on, they would tell him right before they went out. But it turned out safe right at the get-go was Rashad, Heather, Bonner, Bonner Simone, David, and Nancy. And in jeopardy were Erica, Nick, and Normandy. And it turned out that Eric, it was time to say goodbye to Erica, which was okay. I wanted it to be either Erica or Nick, so yeah, I was okay was, with that. That was, um, yeah, one of those two. Yeah. Now, if you follow some of the other people who tweet and talk and blog and stuff about Dancing with the Stars, there's they've got this whole conspiracy theory that there are people who are given more on-screen time between the dance, the package, talking to Tom and Aaron, and the judges commenting. And they also felt that putting Normandy in jeopardy was a ploy to get more people to vote for her so she wouldn't be in jeopardy anymore. Because the corporate Dancing with the Stars wants Normandy to be up there in the finale. Why? Because they have cherry-picked who they want to be in the finale. What's her connection with ABC? I'm not sure. What is she again? She is the singer with the group that won Is that show on ABC? I don't know. No, X Factor is British, isn't it? Well, it's also over here. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, I don't remember which. I wonder if there's some connection that they would want to 
to push her. I don't know. And plus, I mean, we already know that people who are in the bottom, however many, are not necessarily the leastest vote right. getters. Uh, right, because they tell you you're in je- they're, they're, they're putting you in jeopardy, but that doesn't mean you have the least votes. Yeah. So, yeah. and we we know we've seen just flat out ringers before that yeah. we're like, oh, there's no way, it, yeah. no. So, but yeah. that that's it for this show. All right. Well, it seems that next week is a the the start of the two dance week, and actually, this episode, episode five, was the halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting that they're only doing ten episodes. That's that's pretty short. But uh, an unlearned dance. Uh, Simone and Sasha are doing a samba. Bonner and Sharna a rumba. Nick and Peta a jive. And that's the only information that's gotten out so far on the individual dances. However, the other dance will be team freestyle dances. Right, and it's the boys against the girls instead of any captain picking team kind of thing like they've done before where they've made captains and had them pick. They just said the boys against the girls. So it's team girl groups against team boy bands. Yeah. I wonder if Joey is going to be on uh, next week. I don't know. He always shows up I'm somewhere you, along Mr. the way. Fatone. Joey Fatone and his tight jeans. Yeah. Uh, so that's the only extra information, and that's not even one, two, three, four, five. There's five there that we that it hasn't even gotten out yet. Although I will say that they've probably only practiced twice mm-hmm. since. Uh, since Monday. they yeah well, the, the new stuff only twice and now uh, half of their practice time will be with their freestyle so it would be even harder to catch them to get them to tell you what they're dancing mm-hmm. so that's this episode guys and and that's like a, a gender non-specific guys okay that's not me being sexist I am but not in that particular instance so. If you want to send us feedback, you can email us at dancefever at gmail.com. You can leave comments on the website at deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. We have social media pages on Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Dance Fever, all three on Facebook and Google Plus. It's two words. There's a space in there on Twitter. It's one word, sans space. Sans, can I say that? Not like the font. What is that? Saying script or whatever. Um, on Twitter, it's just one word. And every time you spell fever, you need to spell it F-E-V-R-E. Unless you're doing some kind of well, if you want to find us, school, then you want to spell it right. But we spelled it F-E-V-R-E. So there you go, guys. We will talk to you next time with more Dancing with the Stars Season 24 coverage. More than likely, Episode 6, which is the... One dance, freestyle team dance episode. Talk to you guys then. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license. 